Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Welcome to all the monks, novices and all the laity. Last time we listened to the thoughts and predictions of Bill Gates. His thoughts and the information he had which could allow him to know that in the future, in the next five years, there could be an infectious virus spreading, which turned out to be true. This is knowledge. In Buddhism, we could say he possesses more knowledge than others. And we can also look at some of Bill Gates' other thoughts and views. He talked about meditating on the present situation and what in reality the coronavirus has given and done to us. The coronavirus reminds us that all of us are born in this world and regardless of what our religion is, how different our cultures are, our occupation, the money we have or whether we have fame or not, this disease treats everyone all equally and perhaps we should treat everyone in the same way. This is reminding us that we are all connected and something that affects one person has an effect on another. The coronavirus reminds us that the borders that we have put up are not real, and they have little value, as this virus can cross borders. It doesn't need a passport to go to each country, and each country's passport may have more or less value comparatively, but the virus can come into each country without using a passport. This coronavirus is reminding us by being oppressed for a short time, being quarantined, locked down, social distancing from one another and avoiding close contact. Before we had a lot of freedom, we could go to any country in the world. If we had a visa, money and time, we could go as a tourist or to build spiritual goodness, gain knowledge in different things or to give our knowledge to help others, or for business. We could go and we could do it all. We were free to go anywhere in the world. But now, we can know of those in the world whose whole life is spent in oppression. How would they feel? The virus reminds us to have metta, loving-kindness. We won't oppress each other. We will have metta to each other. And the important thing is the virus is reminding us of how precious our health is. What did the Buddha say about this? Arokaya parama lapa. Being free from sickness is the highest gain. And being born in this world, everyone aspires to have lots of riches, be someone who is wealthy, have lots of money. If we do, we think we'll have lots of happiness. We can use this money to go anywhere in the world We can pay for all our expenses easily. Whatever we desire, we can buy it all if we have the money. Everyone desires to be rich. We want to have a lot of wealth. But the Buddha said that one who is free from sickness is one who has the highest gain. We can see that in the present situation, with the sicknesses coming up from the spread of the virus, even if one has a lot of money, Everyone will see their health as having great value. If we have a lot of money, 
but we have no ventilators, no medical professionals, no medicine, then the money that we have has no meaning anymore. Our lives and health have a lot of value, but we may neglect it through eating nutrient-poor manufactured food and drinking water that is contaminated with chemicals. If we don't look after our health, we will of course get sick because our body isn't healthy. The coronavirus is also reminding us of the shortness of life. What is most important for us to do is to help each other, especially those who are old or sick. Our purpose is not to have money so that we can buy toilet rolls which has little value. What is important is to help each other, not to fight and compete, not to try to get by only by yourself. If we only try to get by just ourselves, we won't get out of this situation. This is speaking with Dhamma because the Buddha taught Venerable Ananda to reflect on death a lot. When Venerable Ananda said he recollected death seven times a day, the Buddha said that is not enough. The Tathagata recollects death with each in and out breath. So you as laity to recollect death seven times a day may not be doable. At the minimum though, you can recollect death once or twice a day. Wake up in the morning and we can recollect that we are still alive. Today, we don't want to have any greed, hatred and delusion or if it does arise, we will try to put it down. We will try to build goodness. We will try to sacrifice and share with others. That is what is most important in the life that we still have now. We will have metta to each other. We will help each other. We won't add to anyone's suffering when they receive it or receive the results of their karma. We will be happy when people have goodness. And we will try to help others according to our ability in our actions, speech and thoughts. Before we go to sleep, we will recollect once again. After we close our eyes, we don't know if we will wake up again. We are not careless. We are aware of our breath. We recollect the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha. Or whatever religion we follow, we recollect that as our refuge for the mind, for it to have inner peace. Bill Gates' thinking has Dhamma with the thought that the virus reminds us that life is very short. What is important is that we need to help each other out. He spoke further that the virus is reminding us of how materialistic our society has become and how, when in times of difficulty, the essentials to life are food, water and medicine. It isn't the luxuries that we have unnecessarily given value to in our lives. Each person gives value to the luxuries that we think has a high price. But in reality, the requisites important for life, which we can see clearly during this time of the virus, is food, water and medicine. And we can see now that medicine is very important. If there is no medicine to treat this sickness, we don't have it, we can't make it, then our lives that has a lot, has a lot of food, water, has wealth piled up as high as a mountain, but this can't maintain our lives. All the things external to our body will lose their value. So the necessary requisites to maintain our life is good food, clean water and medicine to treat sicknesses. 
and in this present situation, the medicine to treat the COVID-19 virus. And the virus is reminding us of how important our family and home life is, and how much in the past we have neglected our homes. Every person, when it's evening time, they go their own ways. The mother goes one way, the father another way, and the children another way. All of them have things to do outside of the home, and some may not even meet for a very long time. They find pleasure and enjoyment, or they have many duties in the society that takes away the peace of the family. But when we have this COVID virus, it makes society have more warmth, the family has more importance, home life has more importance, and it's been overlooked for a long time. So the virus is forcing us into our houses so that we can rebuild them into a home and to strengthen our family unit. In general, humans are unable to change the ways of behavior to be like that in the past. But the virus has forced society back home. It has reorganized our family unit. So looking at it in another way, we can thank COVID. The COVID virus is also reminding us that our true work is not our job or what we do. That is not what we were created to do. Our true work is to look after each other, to protect each other and be of benefit to one another. Everyone needs to have a mind of metta, have a mind of compassion. We don't just each individually work and seek only for me, me, me. Like this, it becomes too much. And then when we have the virus coming up this badly and there is still competing. So everyone needs to come back and look after each other, not just look after ourselves so that only we ourselves can survive. Members of families need to look out for each other. Society needs to help look after each other, help the underprivileged, help even those in the lowest jobs. We need to help them to get by and be safe as well. If they aren't able to get by, then they could get sick and spread it. So kindness and compassion is important during this time. So thanks again to COVID for reminding us to protect each other and to seek for mutual benefits. Don't be deluded in our egos. No matter how great we think we are or how great others think we are, a virus can bring our world to a standstill. And we have never seen this in our lifetime. We see airplanes from just a few flights in the past grow to more and more flights. Like in Thailand, in the past, from Bangkok to Ubon Ratchathani province, there was only one flight, and there were very few flights going overseas. These days, you can fly to almost every province in Thailand. More airports are built, there are more planes. Travel never stopped or slowed, never stopped going overseas. The skies were full of planes flying. The water was full of boats travelling. So in nature, the skies, seas, it never had stillness so that it could go back to its original and pure and clean nature. So you can see in this present situation, in India, there are many tens of thousands of turtles coming back to the shores, laying eggs, and it's becoming more clean because the humans aren't coming anymore, so the animals are coming back. Nature 
is coming back to its original state and it's hard for it to be like this. We can see that the city of Venice, the water has become clean and back to becoming green and clear. This we have to thank COVID that has changed the environment of the water, seas and air to become more pure. And this may even allow society to continue for many more generations. And COVID is reminding us that the power of free will is in our hands. We can choose to cooperate and help each other, to share, to give, to help and to support each other. Or we can choose to be selfish, to hoard all things and to look after only ourselves. Indeed, it is difficulties that bring out the true colours of people. We will be able to know the true minds of people. What is that person really like? Do they have self-sacrifice? When it comes to these times of difficulties, do they have a mind of kindness and compassion to help others, or are they only doing things for themselves? The COVID virus is reminding us to be patient. Don't panic. We can either understand that this type of situation has happened many times before in history and will pass, or we can panic and see it as the end of the world and we harm ourselves first. That has no benefit. We need to have more mindfulness than lack of mindfulness. We have to be able to give benefit. COVID is also reminding us that this can either be an end or a new beginning. This can be a time of reflection and understanding, where we learn from our past mistakes. It is reminding us that this earth is sick. We should urgently avoid deforestation. We should plant more trees. We should reduce the use of toilet paper so that it will reduce the use of wood. Doing all this so that we don't need to be sick like this. COVID is reminding us that all things have ups and downs. Life is cyclical and there are difficulties that are one part of it. We do not need to panic. This too shall pass. Whereas many see COVID as a great disaster, I prefer to see it as a great corrector. It is sent to remind us of the important lessons that we seem to have forgotten And it's up to us if we will learn them or not. If COVID did not happen, maybe it would have been instead some really bad disaster that we couldn't recover from. So COVID makes us change the way we do things and for us to protect each other and to have self-sacrifice and loving kindness to each other. So it's the quality of metta, loving kindness, that supports the world which is a truth the Buddha taught. May you grow in blessings.